Cycling. Con Scully makes Carlo Cycling history. First, the European Championships and now the World Championships for local boy Con Scully. What an achievement. Less than 20 days ago, Con Scully Carlo Road Cycling Club, CRCC, was representing Ireland in the European Cycling Championships in Trentino, Italy, as part of the Irish Junior Squad under-18s. This week, Con is part of a six-man Irish squad at the UCI Road World Championships Junior Men in the Flanders region of Belgium. I was delighted. I didn't know if I was going to be selected, but after the Europeans I did myself a favour with my performance there. I set myself up then to get selected, said Scully. At the European Championships, Con rode the individual time trial at an average speed of 48.8 kilometres per hour over a distance of 23 kilometres. On this occasion, Con finished outside the podium positions but put in a massive effort. The time trial was good. I was 21st, but as a first year junior, that would have been quite good. That helped me out a lot, said Scully. Based on his performance, the Irish team selectors couldn't but select him again to represent Ireland in this week's World Championships. The Americans and Australians are in, and they will add to it. The European riders will be the same as were in the European Championships. Hopefully, I can keep as close to the same positions as I finished in the Europeans, especially in the time trial. Then do the job in the road race, said Scully. He will have support in Belgium, with parents Seamus and Catherine intending to fly over. That is good. I won't get to see them that much, but we'll meet them after the time trial and road race, said Scully. John Walsh, chairman of the Carlo Road Cycling Club, was delighted to hear of Scully's achievement. This is another great achievement in this young man's developing career. Con has amazing talent and ability and has a very promising cycle racing career ahead of him. No other Carlo rider was selected for either European or World Cycling Championships in the past. What a great achievement. Well done, Con. As a club and community, we wish Con and his family the very best luck at the Worlds, said Walsh. Leinster Rugby Division 1A. Narrow win for Carlo RFC. Carlo RFC 24, Kildara 22. Carlo won their opening game in the 2021-22 Division 1A Leinster Rugby League, but only just. Kildara, the visitors to Oak Park on Sunday, scored four tries to Carlo's two. But their poor place-kicking and indiscipline allowed Carlo to stay in the game and come away with a 24-22 point victory. The game was only two minutes gone when a poor Carlo kick was fielded by Kildara's second row, Snell. He passed to out-half Gray, who in turn put centre Fionn Heffernan in for a try. Gray missed the conversion. Carlo responded well to this setback and came upfield for two Richard White penalties in the 8th and 15th minutes to go six points to five ahead. However, in the lead up to the second penalty, Carlo lost their captain and best player Ross Elms to what is feared could be a long-term injury. The loss of their captain seemed to unsettle Carlo and Kildara got through for softish tries by Gray on the 21st minute and centre Logan Nicholson on the 25th minute. Gray missed the simple conversions which meant Carlo trailed 15 points to 6 but it could have been worse. Just before half-time this gap was closed to 2 points. In a line-out close to their own line a wayward Kildara throw was snapped up at the back by Carlo's Paddy Mackey 
who barged his way over for the touchdown. Again, Richard White was dead on the out-wide conversion. In the second half, Carlo had the benefit of the breeze, and this helped them to gain more game control. Kildara conceded a number of penalties, which culminated in a yellow card for winger Luke O'Toole. Fifteen minutes into the half, a poor Kildara clearance missed touch and was fielded by Liam Slater. He made ground and passed to Johnny Crossley, who squeezed through the smallest of gaps to score in the corner. The conversion was missed, but the home side was now leading 18 points to 15. However, almost immediately Kildara were back in front. Winger Adam Meehan ran a great line and sliced through the Carlow backs to score near the posts. This time, Kildara's Logan Nicholson got the conversion to put the visitors ahead 22 points to 18. Another Carlow penalty by Liam Slater closed the gap to a single point. This was followed by a nervous period, during which Kildara's Nicholson was narrowly wide with an attempted three-pointer. Finally, with only minutes remaining, Carlo were awarded a penalty about 40 metres out. Up stepped Richard White, now back on the field, and split the posts to give his team a hard-fought but important win. For this opening match, Carlo welcomed back scrum half Isaac Daly. Dan Crotty, former under-18 star, looked well within his depth as did Kayvon Brennan off the subs bench. Paddy Mackey, who hails from Australia, looked promising in a team that has been training well. Carlo also have had good turnouts for J2 team training, but regrettably Kildara pulled out of the J2 fixture scheduled for Oak Park on Sunday. Next week, the Carlo J1 and J2 sides are to travel to Mullingar. The teams, Carlo RFC, Richard White, Johnny Crossley, Dan Crotty, Liam Slater, Sam Cullen, John White, Isaac Daly, Larry McGrath, Connell Slater, Ross Byrne, Wes Shirley, John Lyons, Evan Gordon, Paddy Mackey, Ross Elms. The subs, John Farrell, Alan Byrne, Owen Edgehill, Cormac Murray, Kayvon Brennan. Kildara, Rory Conway, Luke O'Toole, Fionn Heffernan, Logan Nicholson, Adam Meehan, Johnny Gray, Sean Snyman, Aaron Kane, Shane Dempsey, DJ Brannock, Richard Snell, Billy Scully, Adam Doyle, Joseph Prendergast, John Joe McElroth. Subs, Robin Dempsey, MJ Prendergast, Glenn Conway, Dara Pender, Philip Kenny. Carlo Soccer, Martin Mullins Memorial Seniors Cup Final. Four-goal Pats see off neighbours comfortably for cup win. Article by Harry Shorthose. The score, St. Pat's Boys 4, St. Felix 0. There was no fairy tale giant killing for Division 2 side St. Felix, as Pat's had too much for them on Saturday when the two Greg Cullen neighbours faced off at the Meadows. However, Pat's did pull off a fairy tale of their own as they only formed this season. From beating St. Joseph's 9-0 in the first round to nearly going out in the quarter-final against Carnew only for two injury-time goals, to beating Cretillard, who had beaten them earlier in the season in the league, and thwarting them in their hopes of a treble in the semi-finals, it's been quite a journey for the side full of Pats and New Oak alumni. Pats dominated from the word go, and were constantly on the attack, while in defence they were excellent, denying Fiox at every opportunity. Games can sometimes start out slow, and can take a while to get going, but this one started off with a bang. 
Pats thought they had scored as early as the second minute when John O'Neill had the ball in the back of the net, only for referee Pat O'Connor to rule it out after consultation with his assistant, Jim Wynne. The ball had been kicked out of the goalkeeper's hands. Fiox could have taken the lead a minute later when Alan Smith played in David Hurley, but he put it into the side netting under pressure. Pats punished that miss five minutes in, when Lee Murphy played in Simon Ray, who converted after coming in from the wing to open the scoring in what is a familiar link-up at this stage. Ray could have had a second when he got onto a loose ball played back by the Fiox defence to the keeper, but he couldn't get a shot away. Midway through the half, Ray hit the side netting under pressure, while two minutes later he hit a free just outside the D over the wall and straight at the keeper. Fiox had a chance via Michael McGrath when he tried a bicycle kick but couldn't steer it on target hitting it wide. With 11 minutes to go, Pats made it to two when a Simon Ray corner was cleared only as far as Brian Maguire on the edge of the box, who somehow steered the ball into the back of the net. It was going to need a big second half by Fiox if they were to stand any chance of getting back into the game, but their hopes were dashed within two minutes when Adam Flynn, who has been struggling in front of goal this season, got on the end of a ball on the right-hand side and chipped the keeper with a defender deflecting it into the back of the net. Nine minutes later, Lee Murphy made it four with a textbook free kick from the left, going over the wall and into the far side of the net, with the Fiox keeper helpless. With 20 minutes to go, a Thomas O'Rourke free from the right was cleared by Pats. Four minutes later, a Paul Dowling free from the middle of the park was played into Murphy just outside the box, who recycled it to the left, and Shane Fitzharris crossed into the box for Ross Townsend to shoot wide. With ten minutes to go, a Dowling corner from the left was hit over everybody's head, with Flynn collecting it on the right, crossing it in with two players getting their heads on it, but the Fiox keeper saved. Fitzharris got on the end of a cross from the right hand and headed at the keeper. With a minute to go, Murphy crossed from the right, but nobody got on the end of it, and the Fiox keeper rose high to collect, and that was that, as Pats were crowned champions, and Fiox's fairy tale ended. The teams, St. Pats, Dara O'Connor, Peter Brannigan, Ian Fleming, Brian Maguire, Anthony Lawler, Cahal Ryan, Lee Murphy, Ross Townsend, John O'Neill, Brian Carberry, Simon Ray. The subs, PJ Rowan, Mark Doog, Paul Dowling, Shane Fitzharris, Adam Flynn, Pass Mullen, Derek O'Toole. St. Fiox. David O'Regan, Roy Pearson, Alan Butler, Stuart Connolly, PJ Connolly, Michael McGrath, Alan Smith, David Hurley, Dennis Nolan, Oshin Ayres, Brian O'Rourke. The subs, Sean Marr, Thomas O'Rourke, Patrick Murphy, Colm Griffin, Willie Kelly, Anthony Keating, Barry Murphy.